Welcome back to Up the Villa podcast. Uh, help us out. Just subscribe, drop the video a like, and get involved in the comment section down below. Aston Villa 2, Arsenal 4. Second time in a row that we've lost 4 2 at home. We've conceded 11 goals in three games. It doesn't look good. Uh, three losses in a row, which isn't great. And one thing I hate about this team is that these losing runs that we go on, these dips in form where we lose one, we lose two, lose three. How many times last season did we lose five in a row? I think it was twice. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I hate going on these runs of losing games. It's so frustrating and so annoying. And we're doing it again. And it's frustrating as hell. Um, I'll start with the positives. Uh, Villa fans, I want you to get involved. I want you to drop your thoughts. But like always, I'm just being brutally honest on this episode. I'm saying exactly what I see and exactly what I feel. So strap in for my thoughts. So the positives. What did I want? What did I expect? What are they? The first things I expect from any team that sets foot at Villa Park, who wears claret and blue or steps foot in any away ground that wears an Aston Villa shirt. Desire, commitment, aggression, passion, belief, wants to fight for the shirt, wants to go at it, wants to press. That is the first thing that I want to see. And that is what we didn't see at Man City away, but we saw it at Villa Park against Arsenal. So, I can't fault at times the commitment, um, the passion that they put into it, you know, the willingness to to put in a tackle. Um, I, I can't fault that because it was a a massive, massive plus compared to what we saw against Manchester City. So that's the first thing that I would say. That area, that aspect of the game was 10 times better. Another positive from this game is Ollie Watkins. His finishing now is clinical. It's what we have wanted and what we have strived to have as a forward in Ollie Watkins or any forward lead, leading the line for Aston Villa. That goal he scored today against Arsenal was brilliant. You know, he brought it down, he fired it um, past Ramsdale, and it was a sublime finish. It was top, top bracket finish. You know, he was in a position where he's not expected to score, but his finish was absolutely brilliant. I felt like he led the line tremendously well. Um, I felt like Watkins had a really good game. And if I'm being honest, now he's the first man on that team sheet for me because he's showing everything that I want from a striker at Aston Villa at the minute. You know, he's bagging the goals. He's a willing runner. He's in areas where he's posing problems. So for me, Watkins, again, a really another good plus point. Um, the second goal, the first goal for Arsenal, the, you know, is it the header that fell to Saka? Um, I just felt like, you know, it was that one of those where he's trying to get something on the ball, but he just can't get enough power from, from the angle of where he's at. And, 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 and Saka takes it to 1-1 and, you know, that that's a 
a, a frustrating goal. It feels like was it against was it against Leicester where we cleared it into the same danger zone of where it had come from. So again, mirrors that type of goal. Uh, but what I did like against Arsenal in the first half was the doubling up on Saka, the the players surrounding each side, whether it was on the left side or whether it was on the right side. I loved the, the desire and the commitment and, and the plan to double up and back up your team. I really enjoyed that. I felt like we did that really well. And Coutinho's goal was ice-cold finish. Absolutely. Ice-cold finish, you know, sent him completely the wrong way with the eyes. And it was a brilliant finish. And first half, I felt like we deserved to go up 1-0 ahead. Uh, I think I think we, we deserved to go in one, you know, a goal up. I thought we played really well. I thought, like, we shifted their shape really well. I felt like we were... We were good on the ball when we needed to be. We were showing bits on the ball. We showed the fast break graphic in the in the um, in one of uh, the episodes last week. And again, we were creating those fast break chances, uh, and we nullified nullified Arsenal to very few chances in the first half. Um, and I and I was impressed with the first half. I thought I thought we were good. Uh, I, I literally couldn't fault the first half watching it. You know, watching the first half at half time. Everyone around me was buzzing. We were all happy with how we were playing um, and we were doing really well. Shout out to Unai's new gilet. Uh, is it a gilet or a coat? I can't quite see. So, you know, he's going for that brown gilet vibe, I think. So, you know, he's ditched that coat and uh, he's got a new jacket. So I felt like, you know, Unai was uh, wearing a new coat. So fair play to Unai. And Unai Emery, is absolutely livid with this performance as well. If any of you have heard the interview we've done on TalkSport, he is absolutely livid with it. Um, and we'll get on to why he's livid and what went wrong right now. So, right, why is he livid? He's livid because he's frustrated at conceding eight goals at home in two games. And he's more frustrated about Aston Villa not keeping a hold of the football in the second half. And that is a massive, massive problem to why we didn't get anything from this game. We simply gave the ball away too many times, whether it was in open play or sacrificing corners or sacrificing um, possession of the ball in throw-ins in the final third or whatever. We invited so much pressure in that second half. And I don't need to tell you, Villa fans, that we are coming up against one of the best teams in the Premier League. And the reason why Aston Villa play out from the back is because if we have the football, the opposition simply don't have the ball. So technically, they can't hurt us if we've got the ball. And Unai Emery wants us to have the ball so the opposition don't have it where they can't hurt us. If if they, if we have the ball, no danger because the opposition don't have it so they can't hurt us. But what we did in that second half is we just gave the ball away time and time and time again. We relinquished possession. And if you give a side that are going for the title the football... They're going to hurt you. They are going to hurt you, whether it's by carving you open or getting territory of the football. 
wave after wave is going to happen. And, and in, the, in, in the second half, that's what happened. We just gave the ball away too many times. The equaliser um, was just ridiculous, in my opinion. It's ridiculous. We saw it against Stevenage in the cup. Short corner. Man outside the box. No one picked up Zinchenko whatsoever. Nobody anywhere near Zinchenko. Go on, mate. Have a free it. Try your luck. 2-2. Two -two. Bitterly, bitterly frustrating. Bitterly frustrating because it's a free kick. And I've never criticised McPhee on this podcast. I've never, ever criticised him. But what is he doing, man? Like, against Man City, that Rodri running across the near post, we had no idea what was going on. It felt like today we'd got no idea that we'd never seen a short corner in all our lives. You know, short corners, like, we were done for on them short corners, not picking up markers. Um, and then we made a substitution where I'm not sure we should have took off Watkins. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure, Villa fans. I don't know whether he should, I don't think he should have took Watkins off. Um, I really don't. But we brought on Bailey, who, Bailey had some good chances, didn't he? He had that one that rattled the crossbar. If that had gone in, we'd probably get a draw or a win. Or Duran had that one chance as well, where he just hit it and he didn't get the corner. So we had some real chances second half to, to to get something from the game and we didn't take our chances and Jorginho hit that one and it you know I didn't see after the fan cam but it came off the back of Martinez didn't it and it was a brilliant hit a brilliant brilliant hit and it was a world class strike and they go in don't they so to come away from that game and then Martinez went up and uh, Emery's absolutely livid with him going up as well. Um, he was sort of saying he didn't stop him from going up, but he's never liked his keepers doing that in the past. And he's had words with Martinez um, for going up as well. And we lose 4-2. So it's not a 4-2 game. It's it's a 3-2 it's a game, in my opinion, where if Bailey or Durant had took that chance, then we, we're on the end of a positive result. But it's possession of the ball. Emery spoke about us not keeping our shape and doing what we do on the training ground. And it's that it's that big thing about relinqu relinquishing the ball and, and not being brave at times and, and keeping hold of the ball and keep giving the ball away and inviting pressure. And, you know, I came out of the game actually feeling okay. Like, I, I, I've spoke to a lot of fans after the game and they've all said, you know, we did well, we did really well, I really enjoyed the game. But we're not here to enjoy the game, are we? We're not here to enjoy the game of football. We're here to get points, is the bottom line. And I've said it numerous times, I'd rather play shit and win than play good and lose. Uh, because we've been here so many times with this with this squad, haven't we? You know, Spurs, when we had Dino... And we've played good against United. This one falls into that same bracket of playing well and losing. And quite frankly, it's not good enough for Unai Emery. And it's not good enough for me anymore. Like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of playing well and losing. So if some of you feel like 
you know, you've come away from it and I'm re- now being really negative, then this is just my thoughts. This is just how I'm seeing it. I'm sick of losing and playing okay. So I'm really frustrated that we've lost three games in a row, uh, that we've lost another game at home. Um, you know, there were positive signs. If the Bailey one went in, it, it, you know, Watkins is playing really well. It was great to see Coutinho back. I thought McGinn had a decent game. So, you know, there are positive signs, but I'm with Emery. I've got the same mindset as Emery now. If it ain't good enough for him, it's not good enough for me. You know, I don't want to come on here now and start sugarcoating things, being like, yeah, we played okay. We matched them. It was good. It was this. It was that. We lost the game. We lost the game, 4-2. And, you know, we was in a position where we were going into the 80th minute mark, 2-1 up. So, you know, I'm really frustrated, Villa fans, again. So, uh, let's just have a look at the tail of the game then. So, um, Arsenal's XG was 3.14, as was 0.46. We had 66% of the ball. They had 20 shots. We had seven. Uh, they had five on target. We had five on target. They had eight off target. They had seven block shots. So, you know, the tail of this game now is looking like if you're coming away from this game thinking it was a good game and, and, and we did okay, then, you know, looking at these stats on the right-hand side, we were under the cost for major periods and we need to start getting a grip on these games and we need to start getting a grip in midfield. Um, so that's that. Uh, match dominance, Aston Villa are at the top, uh, Arsenal are at the bottom in red. So you can see that uh, the expected threat is 6.56 for um, Arsenal and it's 1.71 for Aston Villa. Uh, this was a- Aston Villa's average position. So, you know, I think the one thing that I'd say about this is it backs up what I'm saying about this second half performance is we're starting to sit deep. We're starting to look really, really deep. We've basically got 10 players in our own half uh, and there's only Ollie Watkins that's, you know, in the opposition half. So look how high we are, you know. We're not even in around this area, which would enable their back four to sit here. We're literally playing. They're literally playing in our half. So uh, that's another frustrating thing. This is where Arsenal were playing. So again, you can see, look how far forward Arsenal have pushed into our into our half. You know, and we've got Ollie Watkins sitting here where, you know, they're, they're, they're comfortable with Ollie Watkins here if, if the majority of our team is sitting in, in this half. Um, this was the man. This was the Arsenal um, passing network from the game. So, you know, everything was going into Saka, wasn't it? The tail of the game was everything was going into Saka, um, and we, we had, you know, we had to double up, triple up at times. You know, we, I felt like we did play Saka okay when he got into this area, but you know, look at this passing network. They're absolutely everywhere, swamping Aston Villa, uh, and then you look at our passing network slightly better than the Manchester City one. The ball's going into Mings and Consa. It's going into Cash. It's going into Luis Kamara. We're not technically double pivot FC. It's going into Buendia, Coutinho and McGinn at times. But, you know, it's very sporadic. It's very sparse compared to the passing network of Arsenal. So, um, yeah, we need to improve massively on, on keeping the ball. 
Um, and then one thing that I want to highlight on, I don't want to be negative to, to one player, but Amy Martinez's kicking is, is absolutely woeful. It's woeful, Villa fans. His kicking is terrible. Um, you know, we, we need we need a we're trying to play out from the back, and when your keeper's having 48% passing accuracy, playing out from the back. So you're basically saying one out of every two is going to a Villa player. That's that that that's bad. That's bad. And that's partly to why Emery's frustrated because one out of two times for Martinez is giving Arsenal the football. And we're just relinquishing possession and we're just giving the opposition the football and territory and and that just they're just coming at us. And it's so difficult to defend when the opposition are just coming at you wave after wave after wave. So I'm really frustrated. Uh, I'm guess some of you are going to be watching this thinking he's actually being quite negative, and I didn't think we were that bad. But I'm just I'm just frustrated with the with the second half more than anything. First half, I will say we were good. So first half, I've got no problems with that first half whatsoever. But second half is where we've got problems. Um, and we massively we massively need to be better. We massively need to improve. And um, he's learning a lot about these players. And I spoke to the lads in front of me. Um, I think it was before the game and, and after the game or half-time. And, and, you know, we, we were all saying that Half this squad, half this team, first eleven, I, I would say won't be the first eleven that that start first game of next season, um, because we we seem to be unable to follow an Unai Emery game plan, um, and then they're unable to fulfil what he's asking them to do, um, and and that's 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 how I see. It. Um, they're, they're just not capable of doing what what they're ex, what's expected of them from the manager. So, you know, whether it's, you know, as simple as someone that just keeps giving the ball away, you know, your keeper's making a decision to go up when it's 3-2, when we don't really do that. We've never spoke about it before. The keeper keeps giving the ball away. Uh, the defence, the, the full-backs have sort of got no outlet. They've, they've got no one to pass the ball to. Um I thought McGinn was okay. I thought the double pivot was all right. Um, I thought Coutinho, you know, I thought there was all all right first half, but second half, he's just weren't good enough. Um, So, yeah, drop your thoughts in the comment section down below, Villa fans. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts at how you saw the game. Um, But plenty to work on. Again, fed up of losing, sick of losing, fed up of being in decent positions and losing. Um, I'm just frustrated, you know. You know, Villa fans, you know me. I'll wear, I'll wear my Villa heart on my sleeve. So this is literally how I feel. So, you know, I, I, I don't come on and do it just for the sake of it. Like, I'm not sort of like a clickbait with a title and then say I'm having a rant and then I'm not going to have a rant. But, you know... This is just me. So we need to improve. We need to improve. So thank you for watching. Up the villa.